This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. It's Friday. We're toning it down a little bit here today. We're going to be quite off topic for the duration of this show. I'm joined, as always, by six of my closest friends, Landon Tice, Melissa. <laughs> we were almost throwing blows before the show started, so she, she doesn't get quite the, the yeah. usual intro. Conrad's over there buried in his laptop. He doesn't, I don't know what's going on with him today. The outfit looks good though. I like Brian? Brian? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm okay. The hell of a shirt you got, kid. Thanks, man. I like that. I, I represent the Yinzers, right? Lift the microphone I would have uh, matched with you if I knew. I, you know, uh, it can't, it, I thought in my mind when I was putting this shirt on, I was like, there's a good chance Berkey just shows up with his Yinzers. We should coordinate well. next time. Well, it would be great if we did it Well, we didn't coordinate. Ooh. Yeah. Telepathy. Yinzer yeah. Tuesday. Listen knows all about telepathy. Yes. Yeah. Tell it's me. real. <laughs> tell, tell us more about your metaphysical. I just think it's so funny that, like, you really think with all five of our senses, we can tell everything that's ego. going on in this reality. That's so egocentric. No, I don't <laughs> think that we know everything that's going on in this like, reality. Like, there's a partition right behind you, and you can't even see it. Okay, fine. But here, here's, here's where you lose me. I am okay and willing to accept the things that I do not know. I want to go through life and just be okay with knowing I that I don't know. know a lot. I want to know all of it. You can't. I want to know as much as I can. You're not an extraterrestrial. I might be. All these people trying you know to sell is? you on psychic powers and astrology. No one's selling me anything. Well, there's a difference I between wanting to know. But you know who know I will pay a dime being to? Being able to know. Matthew, who yeah. is uh, going to be reading your aura and your natal chart, and we'll have you two in the therapist chairs, mm -hmm. and then oh, we'll Jesus. really see. I have to you're going to be like, oh my God, Matthew, you've changed my life. I'm cringing at the idea. You know he's been in the United Astrology Federation for 20 years. What the fuck <laughs> is the United <laughs> Federation of Astrology? He's also a pilot. I, who would trust to this man to fly a plane? He's probably closing his eyes and trusting the energy fields around him. Seems great. Seems awful. <laughs> Andre, as always, running the equipment over there. We're a work in progress, but he's doing his best. We appreciate you, Andre. Thank you so much. Christian, my co-host. How are you, sir? Happy days ahead. Happy, <laughs> happy days ahead. Happy Friday. I <laughs> hear you're trying to take on a wife. Not in a good mood anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh man! Just wait till we get Matthew on. It's we'll Friday. It's the weekend. It's, is it because is Matthew's it because the full moon is him. upon us? Full moon is in Virgo, which Christian is a Virgo, so you better watch out. He might have heightened powers at this time. Is that, <laughs> is that why shit. his mood is swinging? Could be. Um, the moon is your emotions. I don't understand. You're a Pisces moon. That means you're soft. Why am I Pisces moon? I'm born in January. Because your moon is in Pisces. How do you know? I he looked knows. it up. What, uh, Listen, what is, man, it's real. Right? <laughs> I have all your charts in my phone. Don't what does even, it mean? Don't even worry about it. It means that the moon was in Pisces when you were born. Yeah. Okay. And it also right? means that so you're, that's why you're a Pisces moon. A watery, even you're not a Pisces. soft so, boy. And that's why you listen to Lewis Capaldi in the I can't gym. I know this shit. 
I do love that stuff. That's why you it's cry. It's bizarre. I don't cry. Louis Cabaldi's a fucking I've crawled, I, I've literally cried I've twice as an adult I've heard you pull up in the driveway, like, you make and people you'll cry. finish the song, like, before you turn your car off, and you'll be shouting the lyrics, like, in your car. Yeah. I that, hear it. That I do do. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit to that. Crying. I'll cop to that. Remember that time I you don't cry. A little voice. Remember that time you made Landon cry. I did not make Landon cry. You made Landon cry. I did not make Landon. We're not going to get into it, but you made Landon. You cry. and Landon I, I, are both Pisces moons, emotional boys. Exactly why Pisces brothers. Oh, so don't make your brother walk. cry. I'm okay with a good cry. We all need a good cry sometimes. Yeah, Landon's you're okay you're emotionally healthy, not like yeah. me. I'm <laughs> the farthest thing from it, but I do cry. We, we call that emotional availability, Landon. Congratulations on being a real boy. I, call I that, on the you other see hand. why he makes you cry. He called you a boy. You're a grown yeah. ass man. So condescending. It's so condescending. <laughs> it's so he condescending. Said you never Bro, he, he does it all the time. Like it was a play on Pinocchio. No, Jesus now he called you Pinocchio ass person. Wow. He called me a liar. Straight up lying boy. <laughs> lying boy. <is> what he's <laughs> lying, not Completely real boy. Yeah, hey, not real. Yeah. Have, have you have you read Pinocchio? There's a segment movie. that you okay, all will you see. Did you just say you can't listen, read? Listen, You just said I couldn't read, right? Yeah. <laughs> For the audience, there is a segment that will be released at a later date where Berkey tells Melissa that she's not allowed to have babies. I yeah. do but, not. But we're not going to get that. into it because it's gonna be, <laughs> we're not, not going to get, get, get into it. We're not going to get into it. No, because we have a whole segment yeah. that will be yeah. be released shortly. A little the behind Oracle the scenes. Called a cliffhanger, Berk. Little cliffhanger, so you all tune in. But if you do want to see it released earlier, please leave a comment below. How you know? The name of your kids. There you go. I got to tell you, you go, yeah. for, for everybody at home who's listening, who has wild aspirations of big goals and ambitions that they want to achieve in life. And, you know, the idea of doing it with your friends just seems really appealing. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't I want like a baked in support group to, to help champion me uh, towards my goals and ambitions? And, and you know what? Maybe it will be their aspiration too. We can all do this collective. Don't fucking do it. I'm here to warn against it. Don't do it. Go solo. Don't trust anyone. They're not looking out for you. They're trying to throw you under the goddamn bus. All you need bus. is a fucking prenup, Berkey. That's literally all, all you're is. saying. Never meet your heroes. I'm going to start making friends sign prenups. That's, that's the play. I did meet a lot of my heroes that were poker players, and there's one person I don't want to meet because if that person... I have one like, too. It's like, I don't want to meet one person and that person. I know who each, is, <laughs> yeah. each of yours is. Sir Tom Dwan. He doesn't want to meet Tom Dwan. <laughs> no. I, I don't want to meet Negreanu. And she yeah. doesn't want to meet Negreanu. He's yeah. been my favorite since, <laughs> since like I can remember like po watching poker ever. I would search Daniel Negreanu clips. I loved him. I thought he was so fun. I promise you, they will each disappoint you in ways that you wouldn't expect. Okay. Well, <laughs> Ronnie, I, just feel I like don't think you're disappointing. I yes. think you're great and entertaining. Great poker. He will live up to person. that. I, yeah. I absolutely think he will live up to that. I think we would have a hilarious banter. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He is very good at banter. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's actually excellent. I don't at, know how Tom Vaughn's going to be. I just don't want to picture it. <laughs> I'm just like. No, no. Like, let me just live on with your Poker After Dark 2005. Like, I'll tell you exactly what will happen. You'll finally get to meet him, and he'll say, like, four or five words that will be very unimpressive to you. He'll play way too many hands and uh, be in the mix, so to speak, in ways that look pretty awful. You remember? Heard, heard wait, 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 listen. There, I always find it funny how, like, whoever is hot at, at the time, like, if it kind of their their mannerisms seep into the live game so before Durr, he would like shuffle and then he would go right and i saw people doing that and now i see people go 
What's like that? that? The fucking <laughs> Garrett. You know when Garrett just... <laughs> Hold on, I can't, I can't do this. Have, yeah. But oh. when Garrett's just like... <laughs> <laughs> he just like tells you to go like this so you can see your chip. Now I see them all. All the fucking little fucking 510 pros are like... <laughs> it's like <laughs> Thriller. I wonder what the next one will be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, whoever's hot. Like whoever's hot just like yeah. gets to dictate what people do. It's pretty fucking weird. Like someone should just start doing the Nancy Pelosi rubbing their knuckles together <laughs> and just see if it catches on. When you're thinking, you're yeah. like the, you're just like I, the Birdman. Oh my god, if we could please go to Nancy Pelosi. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the the poker bunny will will catch on with yeah. the the scattered stack everywhere, uh-huh. not having any clue yeah. of like what's in front and of it. And then maybe the cameraman will catch on, oh, and start boy, zooming into everyone's chest. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, you got beef with cameramen now. I do. What's up? I do have beef with certain cameramen. Are we holding this up, or, or is it, or is it just flames? Uh, is no, it flames? This, this is for a later date. All right, I think. All right well, just no cameraman. You guys got some I'm good st- you. We got some good topics coming up. I soon. see you. I can't. Even I know watch what you're doing. <laughs> We're just alluding to future episodes. Yeah, yeah. You'll, uh, you, you'll get to see a lot tonight. I believe she's playing Hustler Live tonight with. Garrett and somebody else was advertised. Like check Ben. Friday is yeah, yeah. I think yeah? it was Ben. Blank check yeah. Ben. Yeah. That's yeah. such a great name. Like it really is a boss name. Blank check Ben. Yeah, that's better than Big Bet Berkey. Like it, it's it's, it's a little bit. <laughs> My better. nickname sucks. Well, nah, your nickname. I believe fine. you got a new nickname in the it's comments. Big Bland Berkey was that? Fine. <laughs> Whatever. My man Joe. Nah, Big Bet Berkey. Shout out good. to Joe. Yeah, it's a good name. It's just an alliteration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, blank check that. Ben is like the most boss yeah. name. Like that's a, that's like that's super rich. I love Israeli Ron, and I feel bad that he was on the receiving end of it. But Ben's tirade versus him it was, was, it was so great. epic. It was great. We've all been there before. Like yeah. that guy at the table it who sucks. just keeps showing yeah. you the hand, and like you're just tilted out of your mind because you're stuck ten buy-ins, and this guy's showing you that he has the nuts every time. Yeah, and like all you want to do is just say, I don't. I'd rather him care. show me than the, has the nuts than keep showing bluffs, though. No, but it's, I, it's not. Israeli doesn't no show nuts. He just shows, like, look at this fold I'm about to make. Oh. You know, it's like, it's like I had this <laughs> or really it's like good after, hand. like, bet fold, like, oh, I had ace king. He it's just like, shows it's nine like, I don't want you to show me ace king. I want to cooler you when you have ace king. <laughs> like, don't show me you have it because I don't. Imagine if that guy who folded the set just showed, showed the set of deuces. Oh, my God, the hand he, was ridiculous. He, he knit rolled for, like, no, he folded. Well, he ended up folding. He knit folded. folded. Yeah. Oh my god! It was David after tanking for like seven I know David minutes. Too. He's such I was a nice like, guy. I never want to see this guy's guy face world. again. Shouldn't play poker, but nice, yes. super, super, super nice guy. I'm sure he's one kind, of the best bad. But I don't want to see him again. What's yep. the, No, no. What's what? the game that like Gus Hansen and those guys played back in the day? The mix game? No, it was it was. Whatever, whatever. He's like oh, one of the- badminton. Or badminton. See? A backgammon. Backgammon. Yeah, yeah. He's like literally one of the best backgammon badminton. players. Like, period. Oh, okay. But yeah. like, yeah. I mean, nice guy. Doing fold sets. Yeah. Folding sets is rough. It's nice when Black Check Ben does it, though. Because it's like, we could never do it. Like, right. we could never just be like, stop it, Israeli Ron. Like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah But like, yeah, when right. Black Check Ben does it, it's like, right. he's, yes, yes. <laughs> That's it's, what we al- feel. it's almost like there's a different kind of atmosphere you can have when like you're playing as like recreationally versus mm-hmm. playing as someone that like needs to be a quote unquote consummate professional, yeah. right? Because like when you're in the game in that spot as a professional, you can't start effectively having a tirade on someone that's giving action as yeah, well yeah. as like might also not yeah. playing professionally. Might also be uh, not it's not the complete reason, but might be part of the reason why a lot of professionals in 
in games like that lie and say that there's something else and an yeah, but it's so investor or you know I, mean, like, I can only think of a handful of people who have ever lied about what it is that they do or how seriously they take poker mm-hmm. and it's just so remarkably Ooh. unbelievable it's not like it's not public knowledge. Like who? Tell us. I mean, it's not like it's not public. But like, yeah, it's just like, it's so... First of all, it's like nobody would believe that you do these other things to begin with. Right. Ever. Like, yeah. it's just, it, it's, you know, either like you're you're super young and you're interested in poker. It's like, okay, then you're probably pretty fucking good. Even if you do have money elsewhere, you're probably pretty good. And it's like, if you're if you're in the older variety, by older, I mean like, you know, early 30s or whatever. <laughs> You still came up in the moneymaker era. Yeah. Yo, like, I remember yeah. I remember one time I was doing commentary, like you were playing one of these games, and then like one of the one of the pros was like in the game. And I'm like, yeah, he's a pro. I see him all the time and like a Bellage or whatever. His name starts with an R and ends with an Alf. And then um <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like he literally like messaged me. He was like, he's like, Hey man, don't say I'm a pro. Like, and I'm like, Alright, I guess I'll just he's like he's like, say I'm in crypto. And I'm like, all right, and I did it, you know, as like a, as a solid. But it's like, bro, like, I we I all done know, it. like, like it's like you're not, you know, you don't get to play thousands of hours live yeah. in an open casino and like claim that you're not a professional. Yeah, if I you're like winning. I, I I really like him now, but like at the time I even did, I didn't even know him. I was just Man, like, it's all so right, cool. tough, dude. Like if you're like a pro, you're just a pro. Like you don't have to be something you're not. That's fine. Yeah. I think it's worse to lie. I think yeah. so too, because I think it's like so. Uh, like, like you're just patronizing these guys so much yeah. you're and downplaying you're insulting your their, yeah you're insulting their intelligence so much right. to think that like you could come in win 10 to 20 big blinds per hour quarter yeah. pot the flop yeah yeah that one <laughs> yeah, big like, line on king king x and it's just i'm sorry man if i'm a wreck and i'm playing in a game where like the only bet size is half pot or pot and someone comes in and bets quarter and then claims that they're like a real estate mogul. It's like, get the fuck out of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're lying. I, I just don't care anymore. And then they like, start a coaching site like a year later. <laughs> I think the issue in a lot of ways, too. <laughs> Shoot those yeah. shade, bro. <laughs> like, I think, I think the reason that is is because of the old sentiment of what a pro is when it comes to not giving that much action, always having the nuts, like yeah, yeah, betting yeah. when you have it and not giving action. Sure. But nowadays when it comes to being some pros, like Garrett's a great example of a live pro that gives action yeah. and plays big pots with not having the best of it. Also somebody who never ever had to say that like, nah, I come from like a trust fund. Don't, yeah. don't or worry accounting. about me. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. It's just like, yeah, you just wear it. Yeah, but like, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Like Garrett's in a great spot. Like they literally like dream. Like he, they, they build games for Garrett. It's a dream. Like that that's that's an it's exception rare. to the rule. Like there's no way anyone's gonna have a spot like Garrett like constantly. He's like the Justin Timberlake of poker. Really is. <laughs> I, I think like yeah. honestly, I think that like what LA poker, specifically LA televised poker, has created, um, and their investment in Garrett is very comparable at a lower scale to what we saw during the boom with online sites and big personalities like Negreanu, Fenduari, Helmuth, et cetera, et cetera. Like <clears throat> he's so set up for success there and he's such the perfect character to play right. the role that there's longevity to this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know he needs, I, mean? I think he needs, I think the show needs another good player that is like, like the antithesis of, of I, I desperately wish that it wasn't LA and it was Vegas instead. 
Because like I personally would never move to LA, but I I love games that I play in with Garrett. Yeah. Right. And it's not because like I think that like we go so hard. Fuck this guy's gotten the best of me so 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 so. I many want times. you to just be in there. Like as soon as like you call the big blind, like just. Just be like, let's fucking go, Garrett. Like one time, just just tell him like it's on. But it's not like that. Like, no, but it should be. <laughs> I, I don't. It should be. Like let's go. It's, it's about on. that time. Like, <laughs> right. like just be like, yo, you know what time it is. Like let's go. Like it's I mean, we've time. gotten the best of you each other in different ways. Too much respect for each other. Like yeah, get a it's little, just too much respect. Like, oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so you're smart. So oh, you're so. Oh, I really love your training <laughs> site. Oh, like like come on, man, let's go. Like this, I don't like that. Where's the hate? Like where's the rivalry? Like. It just reminds me of like it Daniel Negron when Daniel Negron and Doug Polk played heads up and say, "Oh, I like your stuff." Oh, I know like, it was so polite. No, but those two like actually openly hated each other at one point. I know, point. I that's want, different. I know, but like, like you don't have to have personal beef with somebody. I know, for I know them you don't have beef with them. It's just like, just I just wish you did. It really, <laughs> we also only, it really is good for TV though. It's so when it comes for to like, TV. It's good for TV it's because really like, good. why does Andy got to be so nice? Like, let's go. That's another good example. Like, I think Garrett and Andy in the same lineup is also like a cause. Or, or, or it's it's like creation for havoc, right? Like, yeah, there there are these styles that mesh together really well. Where like pots swole, and I mean, yeah, like what what do you expect to have nah, happen? I know, I know. Garrett and I play together six times a year. You know what I mean? It's like, and we don't dislike one another. So it's but like, maybe yeah, you're not gonna get like a story out of it. Yeah, but like, it's just distance, mutual respect. Distance creates like like some you guys like each other because like, it's far. a respect. But if you guys played every every Thursday and Friday, I feel like after a little while. You're just not gonna like them that much. <laughs> like, after a little while, you're just gonna be like, you know what? The the funny How part good is, can this fucking guy run? No, the funny <laughs> the funny part is though, like what you're saying is is certainly true at some phase during your career for 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 sure. Like up until I started playing in Ivy's room, where I really had to come hat in hand and just like be a fly on the wall, yeah, and not yeah. really over exert myself right. in any way, shape, or form. Prior to that. That was 100% it. Like, no matter who I played with, I hated them, right? Like, I played with, like, Benba, Chance, uh, even, like, Jesse and Greggy, who I, uh, like, relatively good friends with. Like, when we played, it was so different, man. It was just, like, they were just, like, the rival always. And maybe that was, like, something I was even building up in my head, and they just didn't see it that way or whatever. But, like, yeah, you come up and you put in hundreds or thousands of hours with the same small collection of people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you garner some level of respect for their play because they're a tough opponent. Yeah, and like, for sure. You know, I had that with Billy when I was really early in my career. He was that guy that like, I had to just change my game when playing against him specifically. Um, but from an emotional standpoint, like when you're still feeling it out and learning and growing and like, you're not that established and you're certainly not validated in your own mind, mm. you start to do it emotionally mm -hmm. through like these rivalries. But the show definitely would, would, do well with the some, show does with great as is. I honestly. think yeah, no, it's great. No, of course it's great. Yeah, of course it's great as is. I'm saying when Andy was there, yeah, it was nice because it, there is some sort of like it's a good storyline. Yeah, there's like okay, like these guys are kind of battling for the top spot. Like they both have hundred k stacks. No one else really has hundred k stacks. So it's it's that we just know that right? something could happen. Something can happen at any moment. Right? Yeah, and, and and I think that's nice. Like. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how much we love to see a train wreck too, because it's like one of the most memorable hands that anybody will ever remember between Garrett and I is literally just a half a million dollar cooler. Yeah, it's a cooler. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just literally love seeing yeah. coolers. They yeah. love like if you look at the chat when someone flops like top two versus like a set, 
and it's it just, just like, goes nuts. Oh my god, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Someone's gonna go broke. I think it's <laughs> watching the reaction it. of pain. Yeah. Like we like seeing how the loser reacts because we've been there before. It's something that we can resonate with. People want it's blood. also just people exciting. Want the blood. Yeah, people yeah, want the blood. When, blood. when there's a game with no blood, like, all right, you know? And even right. streams have tried that. Like, they tried, like, okay, we're not going to run it twice because they want a loser and a yeah, winner, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they've tried that before. But it, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it, you know, the actual stream itself doesn't matter, I don't think, right? Because it's only about what you clip out. Same thing with this podcast. It's like, we're going to talk for an hour and we're going to have people who listen to the whole thing. But it's really going to be like the, the five-minute segment that we can pull out of it. I don't know why talking about cash games just gets me in a much better mood. It's just like, <laughs> like I was he's in a back. Bad, he's back. He's, he's back. back. I was not happy. Was and not now happy. I'm like, now he's yeah, back. let's fuck some people up, man. <laughs> so Poker Respect goes in a bunch of tournaments. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Tournaments? Okay, go ahead. Shannon Shore. Uh, yeah, so Poker Go is running. It's the Poker Open, yeah? USPO, yeah. USPO. Um, event one was won by Shannon Shore. Uh, a lot of notables at the final table. Daniel Negreanu got fourth. Eric Seidel fifth. Joey Chong sixth. My guy. Uh, I believe first place was two hundred and ten thousand, give or take. Yeah, like two twelve. Uh, nice score for my man Shannon. He's really reinvented himself. Uh, Insane. We, we were kind of you like you like everybody. <laughs> you forgot about the most notable. Shannon's a good dude. Yeah, he's dude. He is a good dude. My man number two that came in second, Ren Lin. Mm. No gamble, no future, baby. Touchdown, Tom Touchdown, Brady. Touchdown, Tom Brady. <laughs> That, that and Tom true. Brady's back. That is true. Tom Brady is back. Who's, yep. who's Bryn Lynn? Who's that? Uh, Lynn has a backstory with it. He was playing the 25K with him? I yeah. Uh, so I was playing with Ren in the 25K. I was playing some Florida tournaments with him as well. And um, he's a part of GG. Uh, does some stuff for them. Uh, plays some live poker and stuff. Like, where's a patch? And we were watching the Colts versus Bucks game during, in Florida. And we just kept having like little prop bets. Like he always wanted Tom Brady to like get his touchdown or score a field goal. I always had the opposite of like slightly odds that might be too good to be true. And every time like it didn't work out, I was like, touchdown Tom Brady. Now there's that 200 coming my way. I'll but yeah, like, Landon. I made, I made a couple hundred bucks from that. It's not too bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just really nice guy. I got second. Uh, nice, good for did him. really well during the WSOP as well. I think he got second in the 50K there's too. A lot of, there's a yeah. lot of like new MTT players that people don't know yet that are good like the dan coleman kid from new jersey david like david coleman. david coleman sorry about that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but he's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i remember like online. i remember like six years ago like playing this kid online like every night i thought he was yeah. legit the best cash player in that pool uh shots fired i don't understand you yeah. have a little because you had some who was that guy bb bb sick bb sick bb sick's good yeah he's good uh, I thought that was Deb was a lot stronger though. Um, yeah. I mean, finally, you. finally, you're saying some stuff. It's not insulting. <laughs> They're both very good players. Dez is just very good. Yeah. He did some shit, man. I remember playing one hand against him. Uh, I, I honestly don't recall. You see how I always turn it back to cash games? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> he nice. did a good nice job here. A subtle transition. But yeah, I think, I think we were playing. I think we were playing twenty five fifty, and uh, I think I opened like under the gun or under the gun one. Uh, and he flatted next to act. I don't recall what the board was, but it was monotone uh, with the king of my suit. So it was like all hearts, I had the king of hearts, something like that. Uh, and I, I may have C-bet small on the flop, he called. And then I like check called turn and rivered the ace. And he just like 5x pot jammed. And I'm just like, oh, how many better hands am I really going to have here? And I heroed, and he just like flopped it with ace three of hearts or something along those lines. I'm just like, okay, 
That one was new. I haven't like seen a lot of the 5X pot jams. I need to see some 5X pot bluffs from these kids more. It's just it's such a rare spot, though. No, for sure. I, I, I remember <laughs> after the fact just being like, am I ever getting shown not the nuts here? But, yeah, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where... And honestly, it might not have been a flopped monotone board. It might have been like two of the suits of the king, and then the river was the ace. Mm. Or no, not the... Uh, it, the turn was the heart. The river was... Uh, Point is, like, you had a very days. strong hand, and he just yeah, like, yeah. super bombed it. Um, but yeah, it was a good spot to recognize that, like, a lot of my range would be ace king, and or a lot of my bluff catching range anyway, or worse flushes, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, USPO, uh, Shannon Shore rips one off, one for the good guys. Shannon's uh, had a pretty nice makeover in his career over the last five or six years. I remember a point where uh, he was pretty open and public about the fact that he felt like, you know, the the current game had kind of passed him by and i think all of us from the Let's money talk maker about era. that man because i feel that happens more often nowadays like we saw daniel negrano say it a couple years ago maybe like five years ago now yeah he was like oh like i need to get coaching because like i or maybe he didn't say he needed to get coaching but he said like i i feel like i fell off and i need to improve and then like you know his coaching thing happened and then like he like won a couple tournaments and whatever um then we saw shannon shore is this like a you feel like people are just like more open about the fact that like they're not up to date? Well, no. I think what it is is that uh, poker careers have a shelf life and it's probably a lot shorter than people understand it to be. But when you're in that upper echelon of maybe the top 1% to 5%, you've built and accrued enough wealth to continue forward past perhaps your prime. So... Uh, I think this happened to pretty much anybody who is still relevant today that is born out of the moneymaker era. Whether you're talking about uh, Shannon or Elias or Negranu or mm. even Helmuth to some regard, uh, you know, a, a lot of the American regs we've seen this evolution, even, even like the Ikes of the world, right? At some point, you reach uh, a crux where what you were doing for a long period of time that was garnering all this wealth just doesn't work anymore because the game has advanced and evolved, right? And I think for all of us, whether we were public about it or, or private about it, uh, somewhere in the mid-2000s, uh, well, not the mid-2000s, but like, you know, the, the mid-teens, 2015, 2016, 17, whatever, somewhere along that path, people started to get a lot better. The, the floor of the stakes that we were playing, because we all had accrued relative wealth at that point, we're playing pretty high, the floor now was raised. People were range betting. People were betting small now. They were doing things that are a lot more theoretically correct. And the, uh, the intuitive response to that may not be quite as profitable as our intuition had been in the past. Right. Right. So like you just land in a situation where you used to be redlining games to death. And now all of a sudden you're trying to win through blue line and it's just not working out for you. Nice. Uh, that will make you very quickly revisit things. And I think Daniel's maybe the exact example of the opposite where he used to blue line games to death. Right. Like he was just notorious for hero folds and hero calls. Uh, he wasn't exactly one who was running people over. He right. he initiated the whole concept of small ball. He did. Um, he did. Definitely. And I think he just got to a point where it's like, well, you're not going to blue line people to death who are pretty balanced in their ranges that are actually bluffing appropriately because now you can't make those hero folds. And they don't think he was bluffing enough. So they Correct. Obviously, him, he's right? not, right? right? So, like, he has to up that red line. And in order to do that, you have to understand theory a lot better. So, Helmuth really is just the greatest. Dude. It it's matter. weird because he, he still just 
kind of blue lining games to death. Yeah, white but I magic. think he has he has skill that people don't have. Magic. Like he, god damn it, he might be just an exploitative genius, bro. He just knows the maybe spots he's people don't. Have. Maybe he's proof of uh, astrology. Maybe he was just born with the perfect water sign that has the ability to see through fucking cards. I think cards. he is a water sign, actually. Did you know that? No, I don't fucking know that. I think you knew it. You, you know what? You, you got little le- There's little leaks I that come out that, don't that make even me know. think that you actually do know. I think he's a cancer. I actually think so. I don't know what month that is. Why yes, is, Matt. Why is, it, why is that water? It's a disease. No. What's the disease? Cancer the crab. There he is. Cancer's a crab? Well, I guess I would make it a water cancer, sign. July 16th. That sounds like Good a water job. sign. See, you know. What? You, you intuitively know what the water I intuitively sign know is. that a he's crab a relates to water. He's yeah, a water sign. You're right. He, he, he's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, what am I? You're an air sign. Airhead. <laughs> 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 no, I'm an air sign too, but I'm a better kind than you. Oh, oh sure. Of course. <laughs> it's a hierarchy, of course. How else can I be inferior in this situation? <laughs> Got that water moon soft boy stuff right right yeah. remember <laughs> totally that time understood. you told her she couldn't have kids that's She's coming just, up oh that's coming up. it's coming it's up an, it's such an aquarius thing to say too well so do you want this i don't know if it's oh power. yeah there look cancer sun libra he's got all libra and cancer what what very does, these are words <laughs> very, that have very nice very nice these cool. are just words that very mean nothing to me they will after you visit matthew i'm not matthew visiting visit anybody you matthew's oh God, coming here look I, he has the same. Wait, scroll somethings. down to his chart. Oh, I don't. Look at that! Wow, Dude, that's like that's like science. We've lost thousands it's literally of literally geometry no, and science. Everybody's tuning not out. Science. I'm no. sure. I'm sure he's seen this. Sure, I imagine Seems he like has. So let's tell guy. people what's going to happen. His own recce healer. We have hired an astrologer to come here. Not yet. I have to vet him to make sure he's like emotionally well, we, strong we, we enough have, to we have a take list. the abuse. We currently that's have a come. list of ten that we're vetting currently. Do you want to know what she's vetting for? Please. Their ability to take my abuse. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because because you I don't know, want we, them to we, sue me or we something. We expect you to be a little hostile at first. Yeah. So we have to have Say, someone with a strong personality. Like we have to probably bring a strong personality, like a Scorpio, in mm. uh, for for them to handle your or maybe your, like your a fellow Aquarius right now. You know, I gotta tell you, man, I will not be handled. By I don't you. know. We're gonna see. We're gonna bring in an stuff. astrological right handler. Where where my man uh, Conrad is. <laughs> <taking a couple laughs> of Conrad's had enough. And uh, and then well, you know we're gonna uh, see what's up. We're gonna see if you find your wife for marriage. <gasps> no, we're not. That could be fun. <laughs> what? It's fun about this. Yeah, you can find your potential rea- future your wife. Your reaction is yeah, fun. Yeah, that, that is fun. You can find your future wife, and then you guys can try to find me and my future girlfriend. Ooh, there you go. There's the real bit that we're going to do. Yeah. We're all going to start. Why are you trying to move it over there? Don't deflect. Because this is way more interesting. What's going to happen is we're going to start a Tinder that Melissa is going to control for Landon. Mm. That sounds fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a good time. I wouldn't do fly. him dirty. I would find that'll be, some that'll nice be the, That'll ladies. be right after your Berkey thinks I have like, she is bat- terrible, thinks I have terrible, bad taste. terrible taste. Nah. I just I recommend, recommended this, this profile for me. It was like beautiful. this 250 pound woman who certainly has like a litter of children at home. And she goes, she's nice. Like, look, she had the hourglass, like she, she clear skin. Like she beautiful. was probably like pretty nice. bro. She was no, nice. She was not. Bro, I, I've shown you some like bad chicks and you're like, she's fat. And I'm like, since Santana's not fat. Like, I, wait, what? You didn't I, like since Santana. 
Who? Exactly. Everybody knows Sid. Whoa. Su who is Who's Sid Santana? Santana? Can we pull Isn't up a photo? Fly? Graphic? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is this a, is it going to be at triple X rated or what? <laughs> no, it's not triple X. Anyway, you don't remember Sin Santana? No. What What does this she gonna do? This is going to start turning into like a popular show. What, what does she, she do? do? She's like a... What's her what thing? Does she what does she do? She's a New York Dominican. What doesn't she do? That is why Chin is talking about her. She's hot. Oh, wow. See, look, that's basically what now the photo you hot. showed me now was. Now she's hot. Now she's hot. Now, she was always yeah. hot. She's pretty. But are you scared okay. of that one? That's basically, <laughs> yeah. that's basically what you showed me. That's basically what you showed me. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it absolutely is not. I saw this picture. Listen, I just think a lot of women are beautiful. The woman I showed you absolutely pales by comparison i think that she would be like a really nice match for you oh of course you do of course <laughs> you do she was like 49 years old on the on the cusp of Looked retirement great for her age right yeah why are you being ageist uh, ageist i'm allowed yeah. i'm old once you reach 40 you can be ageist that's right yeah. i'm a crotchety old man now curmudgeon yo that's crazy yo all right so shannon shore won <laughs> Moving on. Nice. Congrats, Shannon. <laughs> All right, Shannon, Shannon. Let's go. Oh, man. No, I do think it's worth shining a little light on like what Poker Go is doing. Uh, I, yeah. I think that they get a lot of backlash for you know putting everything behind a paywall and things like that, but they're giving a ton back to the the community that's willing to play these events. They really yeah. are. And one of the things I think is nice, like uh, Landon, you can explain uh -huh. like the, the the added bonuses and sure. stuff. But I think. Like I'm a rep for poker go now. <laughs> uh, you know, the little patch never hurt anybody. Never uh, hurt anyone. But I was saying this, like the, the added prize pool that they're giving away for free is nice for everyone. Obviously, it's great for Ali and the A tier, but it also incentivizes like the B tier high rollers to like show up, right? The fact that yeah. they don't have rake. If they, if they I think the no right rake away, aspect right, for sure. If you, if you reg early or reg on time, you get no rake. Plus you have this like added prize pool that's like, effectively a little bit of dead money it's tough though like what if you just can't win it because but anybody can win it like like no shots fired but carry cats is probably a small underdog in the field yeah and he wins you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah like the fields are probably small enough but to uh, win to win the additional money you have to be yeah, gotta, like player of the event right yeah. yeah so for the uspo they're adding 50k for first so whoever has the most points and i think the way that they do the point system is every Every $1,000 equals one point. Mm -hmm. So if you win for 210K, you get 210 points. So whoever gets the highest amount of cashes per $1,000 per point is the winner that gets 50K extra. As, yeah, so it's, it's, just, cool cumulative, it's just cumulative cool. cashes. Yeah, isn't it a massive trophy? The trophy's trophy a big too? fucking eagle. Yeah. Sure. Eagle trophy. That's, That's all it's about. After, after Mr. Zolotow. But, but still, yeah. I, agree, I agree with Melissa. <laughs> like, the, the field's small enough that anybody could go on a hot run. Like, it's like you can win a couple of events like yeah not unheard of like it's hard yeah don't get me wrong but like aces right landon right like, but it seems just... <laughs> no you, 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 you get aces like some of these guys you might just win a tournament i mean fuck. <laughs> but it, it seems like in general the the winner will be uh whoever yeah. wins the main event which is gonna be 100k so a lot of the b tier that you're speaking to just won't play it unless right? they win a few yeah. before that then maybe the sick trophy look at that Oh, wow, I'd love nice. to get that thing in here. Yeah. Look at all the Bitcoin. He's don't hold your breath. I don't think anyone in here is playing it. <laughs> Ricky, why don't you fire in there? I, honestly, yeah, on, I, fire it's, it's, I, I know Win it's crazy evil. because they are adding a lot of uh, incentive to play. 
But I just have no real desire to play small field events versus people who solely, man, I'm they, just they really making play. a strong case for why businessmen play private games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like literally they eat, breathe and sleep MTTs and I don't. Right. So it's just like, I don't think that I have much win rate it's in tough. these tiny fields. It's tough because these kids don't like truly, honestly, MTTs and cash games are two completely different games. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not, they're not the same game. So it's like, if you're not, if you're, if you're, it used to be back in the day where like cash game players could like kind of just jump into an MTT and do okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, which is not, still true at the mid, at the mid tier level. Right. But when it right. comes to the elite tier, you're like, going to you be behind. You have to know yeah. ICM right. well. Right. Yeah. I, I would bet, I would bet the mistakes that I make at an ICM level would be comparable to mistakes that some mtt specialist would make at like 500 big blinds mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. cash yeah not okay. all obviously yeah. there there are certainly elite players that can transition but i would imagine like some some of the mtt players that are relatively strong at icm would be relatively weak in a cash environment yeah and you know those mistakes are super fucking costly. there's not many uh, there's not that many that i think mtt th that can just like flip flop like no. Like Jason Kuhn is one of them that could flip-flop and do extremely well in both. Yeah, yeah. You know very I mean? rare. Like, well, I mean, we're just rare. talking like A-tier at that point. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's... Yeah, A-tier guys... But I think there's a lot of A-tier guys that couldn't move into cash. Or at least not very easily. They could in soft environments, of right, course. Right, uh, and, and to be fair, maybe what I'm saying isn't that big of an argument because you're not really playing 500 big blind, no limit hold'em right. in tough environments. And like, some of them won't, won't buy in for that much. They're just buying for their 100 bigs. Yeah, that's okay, fair. You know? It's, it's yeah. weird, man. It's weird because like a lot of these games that pop up that are uncapped are built around one or two people that are very great for the game and are sitting like a thousand blinds deep. I know. And it's like really tough to justify to yourself that you're better off being 100 blinds effective. Y yeah, I mean, I can just quickly attest. I played, I don't play very much live cash, but I did play win 10, 20, 40 game, which is uncapped. And I saw someone just put in a thousand big blinds on a flop with second pair in a gutter. And it was just like donk jam all in, in, a, in like a pot. And it's just like, this is, this is real. Like, cause it doesn't even, it only needs to happen like once. 10X pot jam. Hmm? Yeah. Just 10X pot jam got called by two pair and then uh, just lost. And like, that yeah. was it, but it only needs to happen once. Yeah. But if you're in that spot, able to take advantage of that, that's worth so much. It's just worth all of the win rate. There's a lot of, the there's a lot of pots in live. Ash, man. <laughs> just such a different animal. It really is. It, it is. But those pots, like, you just need to be in the building. Yeah. It, it exactly. happens once to you in a month, and it's just your month. Like, right. yeah, it's a quarter. Yeah. I don't think people know. Like, Andy Bill, for the longest time, would come into town and just sit 5'10 with two of his buddies at the win, 100K deep. And it's like, if you're one of the guys lucky enough to get a seat there, and you're not able to buy in for, like, a reasonable fraction right. of that 100K, you are leaving so much win rate on the table. This yeah. is how... Like, for, for the people that know live cash from Vegas, like this is how knock just makes. Yeah. Like he's in he's the building. He's in the building always. It's facts. And he's one text away. He, he greases all the floors and he's one text away from just being there yeah. at all times. Yeah. So it's like, I was there. Some guy that like won a million dollars in a slot machine just shows up to play 1020 <laughs> wow. at Bellagio. And he's just like, puts in a hundred K. And I'm just like, where did this come from? Like, he's just an open seat. Yeah. He just sits it and it's like, 
firsthand, I'm like limp. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. A gift from the universe. This is great. Imagine sitting in a $10, $20 game with $100,000 and your instinct immediately is like, I want to see some cheap flops. (laughs) Show me some cars. Let's go. Yeah. And then eventually just like, you know, He's putting in a thousand pre, he, not even thinking no, twice. No, it's just like raise, three bet. He limp cold call. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Like the game is on. And then he just like, you know, loses his 40K and just like, takes 60K, goes to Baccarat. You yeah. know, like whatever. Yeah. And that's, yeah, he's just making his rounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. It's kind of like a victory lap of sorts. Like, I'm it's like Johnny Appleseed, you know, mm-hmm. just spreading his seeds <laughs> yeah. everywhere. I'm going go to the poker room. I'm going to go play some more slots. I'm going to go play Baccarat. You're everywhere. You yeah. know, yeah, you yeah. win like, all yeah, that no, money. You don't know what to do. He's got his arcade chips for the night. Yeah. And I guess quickly, like going back to the Poker Go thing, like they are giving away a lot of value as well by, I think they're streaming all of these final tables and I'm pretty sure they're streaming the entire thing on YouTube for free. Really? Yeah. I, I think, think they do the live new? at the bike. I think they do the live at the bike think... method where they stream it for free day of and mm. then take it down. Correct. Move I, don't, it I the think table. they do more than just the hour. Before they were doing an hour. Correct. Before they were doing an hour, I think That's they're the WSOP streaming all of it. specifically, I think. No, they, oh, were they were doing, doing that for the... Hour. They're doing yeah, that for PokerGo as well, I think, oh, for okay. some of the events. But I know, I think for this time, they're running all of them on YouTube the day of, mm-hmm. and then after that, paywalling it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's just nice. For, that's for the a step in the right fan, direction. For the mm-hmm. avid fan that's yeah, like, like following see, along. And as soon as like they'll have the highlights up like the next day, and it'll have like 50 to 100K views. It, it, also, depending on who's at FT, I mean, like they made a DNA. production quality is like really beautiful. It's great. Yeah. It's definitely like should be seen by more. It's really yeah, it's definitely second to none. I got into a debate on Twitter Shocker, hmm. I know. The t- uh, you're part of the poker committee. Forgot to use your, your yeah. gifts. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the parliament of poker. The parliament, uh, the, Matt Glanz. The, the conversation <laughs> was um, about win, not having a, a final table stream for the win millions. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm just always one when people say something that appears obvious to be devil's advocate of like, you just haven't thought this through <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm basically just like, what incentive do they have to run a live stream? And the, the immediate response by almost everybody who jumped in the thread was, it's not very expensive. They can mimic what Live at the Bike and Hustler Live do, and they can pop it up in no time and tear it down. That's yeah. nuts, dude. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, all three of those points are super refutable. Number one, Live at the Bike and Hustler don't have to adhere to gaming. So they just get to run the exact same setup that we have here in the office, bought from you know Australia and has almost absolutely no security measures in place. Also, the same system that Stones was running that Possel almost certainly cheated, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that guy. Cost me a bunch of money. So yeah, it's like, it's like first of all, they, they get to do things cheaper because they don't have an, uh, an overriding body ensuring that they're security. Yeah. To further that point, the Nevada gaming demands a lot of live streams in order to protect game integrity. Number one, it would have to get cleared by them, which is usually like a 90-day process. Number two, it has to be all custom, right? So like there has to be security measures in place where they can clearly see that it's impossible or at least improbable for people to run hacks and, and get into the system. So you need secure systems. Third, you need a secure peak room. So now they need a separate location where the entire production crew will be that is guarded by an armed guard. And this is what they do for the WSOP, right? And everybody's like, oh, WSOP does it. Like, they don't understand that, that PokerGo is a partner with WSOP. Mm-hmm. And every single day that they're running a stream is costing tens of thousands of dollars. I was going to say, people don't realize how expensive streaming is. Like, you think you can just fire up a live stream and there you go. And it's like, 
Yeah, no. it's not Texas. Yeah. It's not California. They don't just have like a MacBook like slotted <laughs> up, just like streaming. Right. Them. Like, these not people it. are playing yeah. for millions of dollars, yeah. and you guys want to put up some like rinky dink setup yeah. where you just get to see whole cards. Well, I think yeah. it's because a lot of people are used to just access now. Like, yeah, they just it's have 2022, access. and they expect everything to right. be boring. It's just like okay, well. Texas has a stream every day. Right. Like YouTubers put up a vlog every day. Uh, PokerGo has the thing. It's like, why don't you do it? And it's like, so they just expect access. Right. You know? But it's like at the end of the day, there's a reason why in Las Vegas, Nevada, PokerGo is the only game in town. They have the they they have the equipment which is expensive. They have a studio. They have a studio which is expensive. Right. So cool. They have a staff which is expensive. They have uh, all of the Nevada gaming clearance which is time intensive and expensive. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like we're. Uh, I, I said on a low ball estimate for the win to have a, a a proper streaming setup that they could stream their final tables from. Let's say four times a year. Low ball, low seven figures. Low yeah, balling yeah. it. Million bucks. I, I think a million to two million to run uh, quarterly streams out of there would be low ball. Not worth it. Like I don't that. think that's the case, but it is a lot. It's definitely six figures. I'll switch over. You know, I have a lot of experience streaming out of Peppermill in particular, yep. doing $100 tournaments, $200 tournaments, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had to schedule, like, at any time, gaming can just come in and shut everything down. Right. right. We scheduled everything. I have to show them, like, where the lines go. They follow every single line. So if it's gaff taped up, it's like, nope, take it all out. Um, and then, yeah, the armed guard, there has to be security 24-7. Mm -hmm. Right, because it can't be tampered with at night. Um, that peak room needs to be monitored by the actual casino as well. It can't just be, you know, like the security is really freaking annoying. Right. So there's just so many steps here in Vegas. Literally, we go to California, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. no over overseeing body. So that's at all. why they're doing the stream games in California. I mean, it's that's easier. why it's always been there. It's yeah. easier. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, when, you, when you guys ran them for Run It Up, though, like you, you weren't shouldering all that cost. No, the, the, if it wasn't for Peppermill, none of that would happen. Yeah. You know, we talked to Bellagio. We talked to Wynn. We talked to, you know, uh, what's the uh, one right here? South Point. A lot of it is just like once they start unraveling all the costs, they're just like, oh, the barrier to enter is so annoying here. And right. It's just a lot of tape. But you guys were shouldering the cost for like equipment and Correct. staff and all that other stuff, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So like your budget alone was six figures. Their budget was also six figures. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that we're that far off once we get into staffing it appropriately. Uh, I don't think we're that far off from a million dollars. Long story short, is it's a lot of money. And people don't realize. How much I think money it is. I think it's it's a surprising amount of money, and it's just so much. Like we have a lot of expertise in doing this stuff. Right. If you think if it's someone fresh, just think like it's an extra ten twenty hours every step of the way where you don't know what to do, where you don't know to talk to gaming, where you don't know. Oh, I needed this extra. Or you, or, or you spend more and hire the staff. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's a cost. <laughs> the The rebuttal was it's a tax write off. It's like we, yeah, you know what else is better than a thirty percent tax write off? The profit. Like just keeping <laughs> just that money. extra yeah. million. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and then the other alternative or the other pushback was like, well, it's it's marketing for them. They'll bring in more bodies to the door. It's like they're already fulfilling a ten million dollar prize pool. Yeah. Who are they going to get that isn't already coming? Right. right. If people know about the tournament, they're it Yeah, like you think there's somebody in Scranton, Pennsylvania that was like, holy shit, 
Time to go There's play. A 10K Time to go win. play a 10K when they're, I've never played a 1K. They're gonna pop over Scranton from Campisco right to the 10K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bellagio, Bellagio <laughs> tried it. Bellagio tried Bellagio pots for a little while, and then they just shut down. Like, categorically, that? categorically, that's why Run It Up Reno was a lot different because it's it's a palooza. You're going to have fun. You're not going to play a poker tournament. That's why I think it's really hard to run one of those profitably. Yeah. Because it's just like. Where like is the payoff? Exactly. Well, I mean, at least there was some incentive for Peppermill. It brings a ton of traffic through. No, right? for like, Peppermill, it makes sense. But like for the win, it doesn't. It's exactly. just like why they would Where, never where's partner the payoff with. for win? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like why they won't partner with WPT. They don't need to. Yeah. They don't need to slap the WPT name on their 10K in order to fulfill a $10 million prize pool. And by slapping the WPT on it, they're not suddenly going to get the 15 or 20 million, right? So it's like, why pay an, exor uh, an exorbitant amount of money? for branding that is supposed to bring traffic when you already have the traffic, right? right? It's just a fool's errand. It seems just like unnecessary because you're already meeting the expectations you want. Right. And there's no real upside as opposed to just doing it yourself. Yeah. People will bitch and moan that this isn't live streamed forever. And maybe at some point poker go will decide like, Hey, this is an opportunity for us. Like yeah. let's just partner with win and not charge them. Yeah. But until that day occurs, the wind doesn't give a shit. Right. Yeah. They're just sitting there with smiles on their faces saying we've just ran Back-to-back -back $10 million guaranteed tournaments, and they were huge successes. And this is, this, is what, this is the truth. They're more focused on the product than the advertising of the product. And it's working. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. because the people are saying, this is a good place to play poker. And that travels. So, nice. so they're, they're focused on their product, and that's working. They don't need to sell their product. The people are selling their product. As, as somebody who used to travel to every single tournament stop at, you know, throughout various points of my career... It always baffled me that Vegas didn't have anything worth traveling for. Like, you can make an argument for, for the Venetian and their deep stack series, but the truth of the matter is they're, like, really low buy-in, high-rake events that are, yes, they're good shots to take for up-and-comers because a 50K score will change right. your trajectory a little bit, yeah. but they're not really sustainable for the mid-stakes player and beyond. That's right? why I started that. Like, yeah. That was one of my big tournament scores. Where like, and then I was like, I'm not playing tournaments anymore. I heard you, had, I heard <laughs> you tried to make a deal three-handed. I did. I, I, got, I did make a deal. Or like I, Matt I, wanted to buy his I bought his deal. Yeah. yeah. People right. also need to realize that poker in casinos is they're like, it's the casino's charity yeah, it's a loss yeah. leader. Like the, the whenever I was talking yeah. to casinos, it was like, well, why don't I just put up slot machines there instead of building up my poker room? Right. Because slots make so much money. They wouldn't mm -hmm. tell me. My friend had a gas station slot machine here in Vegas. Guess how much that thing made a month? A gas station slot machine. Fifty K. It makes no Over. that's a little bit too much. Three K oh, wow. a month. Oh, I would have. I would have thought he was. Well, it's a, it's a gas station. Well, he, he did. Yeah. He did make. He did make it seem like it was a lot. Just one I overshot. Yeah. Yeah. He put ten machines in there, thinking that there's going to be diminishing returns. They all made three K wow. still. Well, why wild. do you think there's so many PTs here? and so many of these, you know, off the strip like bars that have. They just Just have gaming, things, 24 yeah. gaming. That's what yeah. they don't make money off of selling food. And They're the worst drinks. returns too, if I'm not mistaken. What uh, are? Yeah, you're not. Or, 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 or maybe. Sorry, let me. You're talking about the pay schedule is, is the worst. They're allowed to have the the most conservative pay yeah. schedule, I believe. Uh, I don't know the. Rules I think casino. About that, but yeah, I think casinos is. have to have looser go, slots. Right. If you go, if you go to the casino and you play video poker, 
you're gonna get you're gonna get a much better uh, pay table. Let me tell you where. Let me tell you because I read about. But this. you're also sitting there getting free drinks and stuff like that. Let me that. tell you so where they, they you, don't, you never want to play slots. Airport. Airport. Yeah. Really? Because it doesn't follow the Nevada gaming. Really? Yeah. yeah Wait, but I think I think it's, it's in the airport. It's federal. So it's not Nevada gaming. Nevada gaming has nothing to do with the airport. Does, does that mean mm -hmm. there's less edge or you like, just get wrecked? Yeah, like it's not the same. Like they don't have to adhere yeah. to a the payback RTP schedule, thing. right? So like casinos, I, I'm not sure the exact number, but I think like slots have to pay back something like 97 mm percent, -hmm. or like 97 cents on the dollar or 98. I think like is the tightest the slot can be. Right. Uh, I, I'm probably wrong. It might be like 94 or 95. But it, anyway, there's there's a certain floor. There's a threshold that you have to. Reach. Yeah, there's a certain it's threshold really that they funny have to meet. Because uh, my girlfriend's family was in town and she was telling them about how like like she heard about all these jackpots that people were hitting at at the airport and they're like oh yeah they probably make the airport like way no. looser because they want people to like get excited and win money and then spend it here right and, no it's just so funny because the that's how people think people are like oh yeah it's way looser there and and Hell they no. want you to, to like, get off on a good more. start and then just be so excited to just gamble oh, it up in Vegas. Yeah. And it's not that way. It's the opposite. Alan Kessler but, right now is somewhere listening to this, just seething. No, yeah. He just wants to, he wants to tell us all the secrets right. to the right. comps and the payouts I and the jackpots. Isn't it amazing yeah. how, nice. how it's perceived, how different it is yeah. with the perception That's is. why. I have heard there's a thing as like advantage plays when it comes to slots. Not entirely sure how it works, but like you can tell if some machines are like almost about to like reach the... A, Kessler, Kessler told me positive ROI. Kessler told me that he can guarantee uh, I can make 250k a year, like following his methodology. But he also made it sound like it's like one of the most miserable high volume. What if things we like have, to do. have someone experiment for that? Like we get an intern or something, and they follow the Kessler <laughs> slot strategy. They just, they just yeah. have to put there, in like three thousand hours. There are the video slots. poker machines that are plus EV in Vegas. Like yeah, you, you're literally if you play optimal, which you can just buy a fifteen dollar app. And then, and then just follow the app and you're plus EV. Now, I mean, it's so minuscule that it is not worth your time, but they, they know that there's the, the majority of the people that are playing them are so far right. off of plus EV that they just can make a couple mistakes. Right. It's like the, knowing and theory and exists it, it just, and not that playing like theory, away, but, right? Your right. coin in is huge too when you're trying to do that at a casino. Yeah. Like a million dollars just to reduce the variance. Right. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nobody has the bankroll to, to be able to do that. Yeah. Or at least the average Or would spend their doesn't. time doing yeah. that if right. they did. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're I got 100K. Time to go play video poker for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's on the customer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's wrap on a little bit of uh, a, a travel topic, I guess. We, we have a few things coming up. Uh, well, sorry. I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse. Uh, there are a few very high value events coming up uh one of which was announced by gg uh, a few days ago this is kind of a big deal it sucks that uh it's rest of world but they're doing a five million guarantee 150 dollars buy-in um what they're advertising it as freeze an overlay out. like they're almost wait is there a freeze out it's a freeze, yeah, it's out. A freeze out but there's but you can play each flight no there's one there's like five or six flights are you sure i'm almost positive I'm well, yeah it's probably sure a freeze out per on flight. sunday Probably freeze up per flight. Okay, Probably. maybe maybe it is a single flight. Either way, Don't they're like it. advertising as an overlay, basically suggesting that they have no intentions We're of expecting. Uh, what do they need? That's incredible. Four thousand people to show up, a little less, thirty five hundred people. Just think how that's that is good marketing though. Yeah, Great marketing. Just like yeah. hey, listen, 
Well, it is if you're willing to eat the overlay. If you're, well, if you're doing are. it as a tactic of like, let's say it's going to be an overlay. Well, it <laughs> might work. The guarantee yeah, by I'm double. Sure, I'm sure it's in the formula if, of like, hey, if we say it's going to be an overlay, then people are going to show up and we might not overlay. It's right. probably like a 25% chance that even happened. That yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, so I, it's think, like, I think that's true. And then if it's like, and then the downside is like, if they overlay, well, then we're still in this podcast talking about GG poker and that's yeah, good for them. That's so true. And $150 Five mil guaranteed. Seems like a really good tournament to play. Any thirty-three thousand yeah. entries. <laughs> Just in general. Oh yeah, I I misplaced this. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that doesn't sound right. They need thirty. Well, thirty-three thousand three hundred. Yeah. Thirty-three. Entries. Uh, I think it's been done before. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure PokerStars ran an anniversary. Uh, it was two fifty. It was two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Okay. They cut but the, they cut but the it was a million and. But half. it was a ten million guarantee. No. Yeah, it was ten million guarantee. Yeah, so it was double the guarantee at like forty percent. Mm -hmm. Uh, more cost. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and I don't think that overlaid. It is not overlaid. That right. That wasn't so, a freeze out, was it? What's that? Was that a freeze no, out? Not a freeze out. No. Not yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be harder flights. for GG, I think, with the only one, re only one entry per flight. Little. Yeah. I'm not sure how many flights there are. There may only be one. There may be up to 10. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, we're seeing this kind of across the board where the guarantees are coming back, right? Uh, Win Millions just ran the 10 million guarantee. Uh, I know that there were talks. I, I they remember barely, yeah, they barely got it. Yeah, but they smashed it the first time around, right? Yes. Like I think the closer to summer that they run it, the more likely they are to just crush it. Yeah. Uh, I I remember Rob putting something out not too long ago talking about bringing back the party poker uh, millions in the Bahamas. Uh, so the Those last time good. they ran this was 18, I believe. Uh, maybe it was 19, and then they canceled in 20 because of COVID. One or the other. Um, but it was a 10 million guarantee 10 K that was ran in Baja Mar really good series of events. They had, uh, a 10 K, uh, 10 million guarantee. They have something every day. And then a 5k. Yeah. A 5k main event that also got massive. I yeah, want to say also it had like, like a bunch of six, 15, 1600. Yep. It's just, it's just a good place to play poker. Yeah. They expensive, sweat. expensive to travel to. Bahamar actually wasn't bad. Not as bad as what you told me, the horror stories of Atlantis. Atlantis was a fucking nightmare, man. So, I never so got happy. To, I never got to go there. I just saw, saw the monster. Atlantis yeah. was the, the Poker Stars Player Championship, right? That was at Atlantis, yeah. Atlantis, yeah. But that was supposed was like to move ECA, to Barcelona. ECA, yeah. That was supposed to move to Barcelona the year COVID hit, and they ended up canceling it. I think that they're planning on bringing it back with the... What was the uh, 25K? Platinum Pass. The Platinum, the, pass. The platinum yeah. pass, yeah. I think the plan is to do that again. Mm -hmm. So another huge guarantee potentially, uh, both obviously on international waters, so we'll have to do some traveling for that. But Florida has been running these 3,500 since the pandemic ended yep. and have been mashing, man. Just mashing. Nothing Florida's shy of 5 spot, million. Man. Florida's a hot spot. I, I, I think last year, last year around this time, I think it hit like eight million. Yeah, no, this that is was the first one back. The, the truth, is, back the truth like of the matter is, is that yeah. tournaments as a whole are smashing. Like yeah. everywhere you go, Borgata had their first tournament in forever, and the lines were around the. That was what Florida was this time last it's year. It's insane. Yeah, they couldn't house everybody. They got seven million in the prize pool for a thirty-five hundred. And we're turning people away. Like, they had alternate lines that were hours people, and hours long. People registered this tournament almost a level and a half to two levels later because there weren't enough seats for them to right. get yeah, in the I was waiting for, like, over an hour. I want everybody so. to know that, like, 1020 Bellagio, there's always a seat. <laughs> like, you don't have to wait. I promise you. Listen, like, you put a stack in front of me, I'm there. Yeah, like, what's the problem? Why are you guys sitting in line for hours and hours? Like, you can win 20000 in a day. Oh, I'll uh, I'll wrap on a funny story. Uh, 
so this must have been six months ago or so. Um, I, 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 was, I was asleep and I woke up to like six missed calls and I didn't recognize the number. Uh, and later that day, I can't remember if it was Oaken or somebody else, mm-hmm. but they texted me and they said that uh, this guy was drunk at the Bellagio 1020 game telling the whole table that Matt Berkey was fucking coming for them and I was going to wipe the smiles off all their faces. Oh my God. And like, like he's just, he, he's telling the floor to lock the seat up for me. So there was a sticky note with my name on it from like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. in the awesome. 10:20 game. And this guy is just continually like letting them know, like I'm coming and they're going to be sorry. You right? had a spokesperson. <laughs> so I, I like read this text. And I'm just like, I have no fucking, I was asleep. I don't have any idea what's going on. And I listened to the voicemail and I didn't recognize the voice, but he's like, hey, Berkey. Uh, no doubt you're talking shit about you at the Bellagio, and I'm 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 here for. I told them you're gonna come down here, and you are gonna teach them all a goddamn lesson. This guy's gonna comment on this video. That was me. Yeah. I got yes, you, man. You're the guy. You are the That's guy. Awesome. Yeah. So it's like you, you know, uh, it was it was one of those scenarios where it's like I don't really know what to make of it all. Uh, probably not great that my numbers just floating around out there, but. Also, pretty funny story when it's all said and done. I was like, not there. That would have been great. I would have voicemailed you too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I would have taken video of this situation. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't have to wait an hour, hour and a half. I'm, that's easy I'm, for you to say, man. You're on like graveyard shift. I'm on the all shift. When was the, last, when was the last time you didn't see the sunrise? No, I mean, the sunrise is... Dude, now we're Every talking. Day. We could go back it to is an hour it's later. A moon, I'm a moon sign. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm an All Earth, right, everybody. I'm an that's Earth sign. That's uh, gonna wrap it for the first week of the <laughs> the Only Friends podcast. I can't do this moon sign bullshit anymore. I hope you all enjoy St. Patty's Day weekend. March Madness. Stay safe out there and enjoy your time. I can't believe you thought. So <laughs> I can't believe you thought.